Welcome to Healthy You with Andrea and Drew. It's 2017. I know. Wow. I feel like we need to add a little jingle in here. Yeah, I think we do. A little, a little bit of a musical intro. Mm-hmm. But we're back. We were on a little bit of a sabbatical over the holidays. It's cool. But we're back. We need it. New podcast. New year. New year. With that comes new food trends. Oh, I know. Did you ever think that we would see... What's the food trend of the year going to yeah, be? Well, I hear kale is so 2016. It is. I ca- you know what? Kale had a good two-year run, though. Th- that's probably pretty good for food <laughs> trends, right, Trey? Because that's one thing uh, in talking to you, I've kind of learned these trends, they, they come and go quick. It's like anything else. You would think a food trend, if it's good for you, if there's actually something that is positive that you're going to put in your body, it would stick around longer than, you know, the trend of uh, like a, an app for your phone or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. But hey. Food trends. So why don't we talk a little bit about that for this brand new year 2017 is here. And uh, what's the big trend already rolling for this new one? Well, you know, I can't touch on all of them, but over the last couple of weeks and even, you know, you don't even see it in the new year. You saw it in November, December, just mm-hmm. talking, you know, all the hype with as we make our resolutions and whatnot. Um, uh, did you ever think that we would be Eating the powder of insects or insects in our food. Mmm, sounds delicious. So no. bugs, yeah. So bugs and 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 totally not one I would ever try. But they're they're being hyped up for their protein content, and so the the powder of them being added into baked goods or you know casseroles or you know into smoothies. Um, but so just kind of keep an eye out and let me know if you ever decide to try it because oh, I don't yeah. think this palate is ever gonna try that one. <laughs> but banana bread with mashed up crickets or something. You like imagine? That? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's, I think there was a Saved by the Bell episode oh. of something <laughs> chocolate covered back in the day. So you know, you know, and that kind of comes into. I think we're going. We're seeing a lot more plant based diets, and mm-hmm. this is something we spoke about last year. Um, so plant based diets are still very much on the forefront. A kale taking maybe a, a, a side step to the to the left or right. Um, and don't forget that kale is still a huge nutritious food to try and add into your diet. But plant-based diets, and you know that comes down to understanding though all the different nutrients that are in different plants. So it's not saying no to meat for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. but I always encourage one to two days in a week to actually take a step back and and focus on those vegetables, and that's where it comes from the plant-based diet. Mm-hmm. So. That's uh, that's another big one this year, which kind of also goes to another um, another trend, which is sustainability. Mm-hmm. So this can kind of be looked at a couple ways. Sustainability, we also talked last year a little bit with the whole World Health um, Organization deeming 2016 the International Year of the Pulses. So we saw a big hype around this because Canada is also one of the largest uh, producers of pulses, beans and legumes, which is great. But the bigger focus from this is how sustainable it is. So growing your own food, eating more locally. And a big part of this comes from people are starting to demand more the information about what they're eating, where their food is coming from. And so we're just kind of understanding more along the lines of how growing your own food can give back to the earth and the soil that we're, that we're around. And so that's a big, and I love it because you know how I am. Definitely. You know what? Growing your own garden is, uh, it's a bit of a wor- uh, a, a, a job. It's a full-time Absolutely gig at times, is. it feels yeah, like. Yeah. And someone like me, I have a bit of a black thumb. But 
when it comes out properly and all those great vegetables are growing in your yard, it really is a, a wonderful and fulfilling uh, just feeling and uh, experience to eat stuff that you planted and grew yourself. It's pretty awesome. And you can't justify, again, it takes a little bit of lesson. I know that I learned from one of the greatest people growing up and even over the last eight years of, of really taking charge of, of the garden life in the summer – you know, I learn something every year. I'm very grateful for all the little Italian ladies around uh, where I oh, grow yes. the garden, you know, to kind of give me some guidance. But when you, you can't justify spending five, maybe $20 on it, whether you grow from seeds or plants in May, and then the the plethora of veggies and fruits that you get um, throughout the year or throughout the summer into the fall. Like I, I picked, I think, I think I picked my last vegetables the second week of October this past year. Wow. Yeah. So it's a fulfilling experience, but it is something that doesn't have to be a, a, a short summer trend. Exactly. If you will. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> it can it's, go it's, on yeah, a little so bit longer than Just that. something, you know, it's January now, something to think about. There's mm-hmm. sustainability. And it, again, this trend directly relates to the consumer demanding to know more information about their food. And we're all also understanding the use of the land and water and waste and mm-hmm. a big other kind of um, thing that's coming out of this sustainability trend, I guess you can say, is that there's just a greater awareness and actually a global awareness uh, of campaigns that are targeting um, looking at the reducing food waste. So, mm-hmm. you know, food waste, you know, and that kind of takes me to the next trend. So the next trend is also more cooking from scratch and, mm-hmm. and we're trying to get into the kitchen more. Yes. <laughs> That's something that we know a lot of people don't, don't do enough of. And that has led to a lot of health and eating issues with, uh, with yeah. some people. And, uh, it's really something that we should all be able to pick up because I know, I've seen you run camps for kids, and we're talking about some youngsters that are, what, five, six, five seven years year old. Five-year-olds, yep. And if five. they can cook in the kitchen, there's no excuse for anyone not to be able exactly. to pick up a pot and pan and make a, a exactly. simple dish. You're absolutely right. And, you know, obviously these kids had lots of patience, lots of extra time, and I know that sometimes time is of the essence. Um, and then the convenience cooking becomes easier to gravitate to. Um, I think my biggest... Uh, argument in the whole in the whole cooking from scratches the we're all watching these food shows <laughs> so on the multiple food networks out there so it just means that we have to take something simple and do it ourselves and with that comes what I just spoke about of your food dollar goes so much further when you understand all the different parts of the food, whether it's meat, whether it's fish, whether it's vegetables or fruits, you know, the fact that you can not only use the broccoli heads, which are the green parts, you know, the, the tree parts that we, we mainly focus on eating, mm-hmm. but you can use that stalk, that tough uh, trunk, as is, you know, you often yeah, look the, at a, the a broccoli. Ugly- Tough stem. To make a beautiful, you know, to flavor a casserole, to make a beautiful coleslaw. So it's understanding that you can actually save so much money. You are drawing on that sustainability and, and your 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 food dollars going a lot longer. And you can do it. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. You can do it. And, and, you know, I work with a lot of clients too um, 
who live on their own or sometimes they're just not motivated to mm-hmm. cook for just one. And, you know, I also have a number of clients who refuse to eat leftovers and that's a whole other ball game to play. But understanding how cooking once can feed you three times, but Definitely. in a completely different way is just, you know, and that's we something can all learn. We've talked about before even, which is the meal planning and, and multi-purpose uh, items. And, uh, you know, you're able to take something that you've cooked today and turn it into something tomorrow. So it doesn't even have to be boring. And I think that's something a lot of people are concerned about if well if i yeah. meal prep it's the same thing every day no not necessarily yeah Use your imagination and that's the thing and that's what i loved about you know running the kids camps too is that they i have my ways obviously of doing things of course and and how i've learned but then they just bring these other new little uh you know flares and, and creativity yep. and i'm like oh wow yeah sure we can do that why not and that also teaches them to be more creative so um, so yeah, cook more from scratch at home and, uh, find a simple recipe to start. And then I guess the last one is something I actually heard about probably back in, uh, in the spring more so, but over the last six months, I've definitely seen a lot more of it in the forefront is the use of turmeric. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is? It's a spice. I know that much. I know you get it at bulk barn. Yes. <laughs> and it's, it's the spice that gives curry powder it's color so that mm-hmm. yellow color it doesn't give it the flavor but Just it's that color. that pungent yellow color um and it's a very powerful antioxidant it's actually been it, it's a very ancient spice used in a lot of indian cuisine and 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 um traditional medicine and healing properties as well but the research is also around it being such a huge antioxidant mainly from the curcumin that is found in turmeric mm-hmm. um lots of research and benefits on heart disease cancer arthritis sorry, arthritis and Alzheimer's disease. And you're starting to see people add this, you know, away from the traditional uses. So away from the um, curry cauliflower or the butter chicken and the casseroles and the stews and now more into their shakes. So their morning shakes and milkshakes and stuff like that. So, you know, it's an antioxidant, the raw, real stuff. So, And that's what I, I always say about these food trends and these fads that come and go. Mm-hmm. You know, same with, you know, we talk about probiotics. Are they good? Well, not if they're coming from a food source that is then loaded with extra sugar. So just make sure you're sourcing it to be 100% natural um, as often as possible. <laughs> yes, of course. That's uh, that kind of applies to a lot of what we talk about. Yep. <laughs> so those are some of the trends for 2017. And if you want more information on how you can apply some of these things, especially like we just talked about there, turmeric, uh, how you can add that yeah. to different uh, items. Uh, hey, you know who to hit up. AndreaFalcone.ca, lots of uh, information on there and a lot more recipes coming soon. So uh, hang tight on that one too. Yes, you don't need to just watch those 60-second videos on Facebook. (laughs) You can get some great recipes on your website. That you can make in a decent amount of time too. Yeah, Exactly. (laughs) All right, we will be back again very soon with episode 17. Thanks, Drew. Anytime.